Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Rock M Reacts. Live again from Jaden's car following Mizzou's 101-79 to season opening victory over Arkansas Pine Bluff. A new group of transfers, uh, returners, freshmen, all kind of got in the mix tonight. We got to see how a lot of them fared. Uh, we were without Connor Vanhover this evening because of his participation in the pit tournament uh, when, as Gates said post-game, it was because he was a double senior and the rules have got a little muddled with the NCA regarding kind of their availability to play in that tournament. Um, and then John Tanjay, who's still uh, overcoming injury. Regardless, uh, very impressive performance from Rizzo tonight. I think the the pace of play, I mean, his his major stats, they shot over 50% from the field, 40% from three. Um, you forced, I believe, of 16 turnovers. Gates was actually upset that they only had 17 assists on 36 yeah. made buckets. He wants that to be over 50%. But Positive assist turnover ratio, that's what he wants. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, and it's it's a little nitpicky, as he said, but it's, it's still true. And in the final score kind of reflected a game that was a, a shootout for much of it. The second half, defensive intensity really picked up after APB was really able to get hot from the perimeter and then kind of slash a little bit later in the half, uh, later in the first half, that is. Uh, but defensively, Mizzou really picked it up. The paint presence from Aiden Shaw, Noah Carter, et cetera, was, was great. They were altering a ton of shots down low. Um, and then you saw the perimeter defense from Nick Honor was kind of the same as it was last year. The team seemed to settle in defensively throughout the game. Offensively, it seemed like they were all gas, no breaks from the beginning. It was the pace of play was high as it usually is. Ball movement was incredible. We'll get into the specifics of how some players fared, but just kind of overall your takeaway of, of the fast pace, scoring 101 points, how similar that looked to really last year's team, and then also just kind of how the defense adjusted throughout the game. If you want me to be honest with you, um, I haven't really shared 
really any of my expectations of what I had for this team going in to the season. But I would say that I'm if you were to tell me what the final score was going to be to this game, I would say I'm not surprised because this is kind of actually what I was expecting this team kind of to be, even though it's just Arkansas Pine Bluff. But, you know, I expected a lot of points scored. Um, we saw how deep this roster was, even without John Tanji and Connor Vanover, you still register 101 points, which is a lot of points. And you, a lot of guys ended up playing. You had, I believe, what was it five double digit scores? It was actually the first time since 2012, only the second time that's happened. They've had five different players score 15 plus and 12 points saw the floor, in a game. Yeah, I believe 12 or 13. 12 or 13. Certainly saw the floor. So this is kind of what. I expected. I knew this team was deep, bringing a lot of transfers. You know, you had a, you have a strong recruiting class, and you have you know three main contributors returning. So this performance to me um, is not really shocking at all, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think it, it, we'll start there. You mentioned the returners. I think that's that's the big thing. And Gates said post game that the trio of Nick Honor, Noah Carter, Shawnee's the second. Um, are who they've been relying on throughout this offseason since even March Madness ended, Sean said. Um, Gates has been hard on them that they need to bring, they need to set the tone for the culture and how this team plays with all the transfers and the freshmen coming in. It seems like they've effectively done that. You know, I think they've all taken on larger leadership roles themselves. Um, each of them had good games in their own right. You saw Nick Honor, who Gates had been imploring throughout the offseason to shoot more. He chucked up 10 threes tonight uh, and 14 total shots. He had a productive game, really did well running the offense. Um, I think you saw Sean East and, and Gates was talking about over the offseason a lot, playing him alongside Nick Honor uh, as two ball handlers out there, allowing either one of them to play off ball uh, and seeing how that would benefit them. He said he watched in the film last season. He, he thought that they were a far better team when those two were on the floor at the same time together. You saw Sean East really benefit from that. He tied his career high as a Missouri Tiger with 21 points in that. He was really aggressive. He His three-point shot looks far improved from last season, given the, even though it's a small sample size. Um, but he's a slasher that's creative. He's got a great handle. He knows how to finish around defenders, outstretched arms uh, in the paint. And you saw that in full display tonight. So those two guards were phenomenal. You saw Noah Carter do his usual thing, mm -hmm, banging down points. low. Um, he, he was solid, reliable, uh, great kind of on both ends of the floor, um, really manning the paint. And uh, outside of that, you also saw Caleb Brown get some, get some solid minutes in this mm -hmm. game. He wasn't necessarily super productive, but I think you saw he was energetic out there. He was all over the floor oh, yeah. defensively, played great. Um, and then Aiden Shaw, I think one could even say he had the most notable performance because of how all throughout last season and this offseason, Gates had said, I need Aiden Shaw to be more physical, to get more rebounds and just be more aggressive in general with his athleticism and his wingspan. He should be reeling in six, seven boards a game. He led the team with rebounds mm -hmm. and with nine tonight, also had five blocks. He was altering shots on the defensive end. He was grabbing rebounds over guys in the offensive end and defensive end, really. Um, and that's exactly what you needed for a team that struggled so much in rebounding last season. They, they won the rebounding battle tonight, granted over an, granted over an AP, APB team that, you know, is not the tallest team you're going to play mm -hmm. all season. But you have to be encouraged by what you saw from Aiden Shaw's improvement tonight, especially just having a year under his belt. He looked more comfortable. The, the pace of the game he seemed in tune with. Um, and physically, he looks he looks a lot stronger, and he somehow is jumping even higher than he was last season. So who knows what he's going to do this year? He might break a backboard at some point. Um, but yeah, I mean, just your thoughts on how the returners fared and kind of how that group has seemed to hold this team together in the offseason in this first game. Rallying back to the top, you said setting the tone for the game. Sean East, um, Noah Carter, and Nagano, they scored, I believe, the first 12 points of the game for Missouri. And they did that. And that was really impressive because, you know, you're replacing your big three from last year, which was mm -hmm. Kobe Brown, Demoy Hodge, 
and DeAndre Golston. We could agree that those are the big three. So you're going to need guys to step up and, you know, you have to look within um, that group. And these these three, they were with this team last year. Um, I thought Noah Carter, you know, as Dennis Gates said, he was kind of in the shadows because you had Kobe Brown. But you saw him go out there. He still had 15 points, six rebounds. Sean East, like you said, he looked like a much better shooter the way he came out mm-hmm. and put up the first points for the Tigers tonight. Right. And he said he's been working on a shot. He's really been doing it his whole life, but he's mm-hmm. really been working on a shot, which is going to be a plus for me. And I'm really excited to see how he um, progresses throughout the season. Of course, Nick Honor went four for 10 from the three-point land. He's shooting more, mm-hmm. is which, which is something that, um, you know, his father actually said last year. We haven't seen really what Nick Honor is yet because, you know, he just hasn't really shot as much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Dennis Gates wants him to shoot more, wants him to shoot more threes. And you saw that 18-point performance from him, too. So the big three look great today. Just talk about Aiden Shaw. Yeah, on Friday, Dennis Gates said when he had his press conference that, you know, Shaw, he's really taking that step forward. He's really more confident. He's stronger. And we saw that tonight. A career high in rebounds. He had nine of them. Seven came on the defensive side. His defensive uh, performance – you know, tonight was impressive. He had what four or five block, five blocks, I believe. I'm like, dang, mm-hmm. he got a, he's got another block and then seven rebounds. But his length and athleticism, it just shows you just how good he is. Especially, he's living up to what um, he was coming out of high school, and it's really he's one of those players that we kind of said last year. It's going to probably take some time for mm-hmm. him. And we're starting to see him come into his own, right? So it's very um, encouraging to see. He did foul out. Mizzou did have a lot of fouls today, but they were playing aggressive defensively. So I kind of like that a bit, especially with how deep the roster is. Mm-hmm. So um, really positive performance from those three and, and Aiden Shaw. And it's glad to see Caleb Brown also, um, as you mm-hmm. said, again there and get some minutes. Yeah, and I think it's, it's it's a very similar team to last year in the sense, and Gates said it as well, when you have such a deep roster, you know, he wanted to play Mabor Majak tonight, and he couldn't because of other players' success down low, and he apologized to Mabor after the game. But it's like last year, one of those teams where some guys aren't going to get major minutes uh, some nights when they're, you know, they might be getting 20, 25-plus some other nights. It's it's how this team is going to work. It's going to be very opponent-based on who they play game in and game out, um, just based on different skill sets and different sizes of teams that they play. APB was a very small roster. Therefore, you saw Noah Carter, um, and we'll touch on uh, – the other guy that I'm going to, I'm going to segue into uh, as well, playing a lot big tonight, but um, yeah, I think pace of play, I think Gates would say after the game, fouling was an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something he wants to work on Memphis. Uh, I believe they shot 23 free throws tonight against Jackson state. You can't be putting them at the line a ton because they're going to knock them down. Um, so that's something, a slight concern going forward when you have two guys foul out. But with that being said, I think a big thing people wanted to see obviously with last year and this year was how the transfer classes were going to adjust to Dennis Gates offense and the system uh, and this program, especially in game one. I think we saw a lot of question marks answered. I think Caleb girl came in and he, oh, yeah. he played kind of how you would expect him. This system mm-hmm. seems to be made for him. He is a great shooter, a great athlete, and he's got, he's got a great presence on the defensive end. He seemed to settle in just fine throughout this game. He wasn't forcing much. He wasn't really being overly aggressive. I think it was the ultimate kind of letting the game come to him. He kind of had a quiet, what was? What did he have out there? A quiet 15 points. Yeah, it was about to say very quiet. And seven boards, too, to go along with that. Exactly. So I'm really impressed with, with kind of how, how he played coming out. Um, I, I, I Pick your poison between who impressed you more. Uh, unfortunately, Jesus uh, Car- Carolero Martin, uh, if I can pronounce that correctly, hopefully I will at some point this season. Um he only played 10 minutes tonight, but man, in that first half, did he look incredibly impressive. I think he was the most impressive player on the floor in the first half. And it wasn't, he didn't fill up the stat sheet by any means, mm-hmm. but four assists. 
And those assists were high level, either backdoor cut passes oh, yeah. or he was finding guys in small windows. And you could just tell by the way he he plays on the floor. A, I think a few people were probably startled to see um, that he was starting out mm-hmm. there tonight. And we thought it was Trent Pierce. <laughs> the Missouri's, whole... <laughs> Missouri's um, you know, kind of communications team. We thought Trent Pierce was going to be in the starting lineup. I would have a freshman starter with a, with a team full of seniors and grad transfers. But uh, but yeah, with Mar with Martin, I think it was just his basketball IQ is so high, and he sees the floor one pass ahead of everybody else. And mm-hmm. I think that is so invaluable when you've got a guy that can also shoot from the perimeter, so you can't just play off of him, and he can distribute at that height. He's also a lot stronger and a lot bigger than I thought he was as well coming oh, yeah. into this. So I. You know, I, I've completely had my perception of, of Jesus kind of rewritten by this game. But strong the defensive end, he was giving 110% when he was out there. Unfortunately, that led to a decent amount of fouling, which is something you hope doesn't become a trend for him. Because in the offensive end, he can be such an asset. So, and speaking of someone else who was on an asset, Tamar Bates tonight, who really took over in the second half of this oh, yeah. game as he got more minutes down the stretch. But came in and people were thinking this is a 3 and D guy. It's going to be a knockdown shooter and play some solid defense mm-hmm. for you. No, he he showed that he was a slasher. He's a great athlete. He knows how to finish around the rim, and he's still got that perimeter shot that he can work with. So really impressed with those three. And then Kurt Lewis didn't get in the game a ton, but he did later in the second half. So you, you at least see him mm-hmm. being a presence put a shot um, as a guy. So I And he physically, I think, looks the part of an SEC guard at this point. It's really just going to be how quickly he adjusts to the pace of play. But... Just yeah, your your overall kind of thoughts on just the transfer class and coming and how you think they're going to add to this team, you know, mm. when you're playing the Memphis's, Minnesota's, Pittsburgh's of the world. Yeah. Uh, well, Caleb Grill, kind of also would again, but I expect a 15.7 boards. You know, we've been one from six from three, but I expect him to start knocking down some trays mm-hmm. here soon. But like you said, the most impressive of the transfers was probably Jesus Carlero Martin. You mm-hmm. didn't really know what you were going to expect from him coming in. Now, in the Big South last year, he was top 10. He was the only player that was top 10 points, assists, rebounds, yeah. steals, and blocks. And early on, that he was, was... It was the previous year because he was injured Okay, the previous season, year, previous yeah. year. So that's the fault. thing. A lot of people had forgotten my about fault. him yeah. just after 2021 but, when he broke out. But while you had your big three score in those first 12 points, I was saying, you know, the next impressive player out here who's been the most impressive is Martin. And not, not on the offensive board, he did have four assists, but defensively, he, I think it was probably their first defensive possession. He shut down, uh, I forgot who it was, down the paint. Then he had that block to go, I think, the second or third defensive possession. Mm-hmm. So he was really impressive to me on the defensive end, which is what, you know, this team's going to need. But Tamar Banks, I really think, could be an X factor. I mean, that guy just went off. And that right before that first half in it, um, Pine Bluff was with, with, what, 11? Mizzou wasn't really making any shots. And mm-hmm. then he goes on a 10-2 run all by himself. And that was kind of the deciding factor in the game because Mizzou really had control mm-hmm from the game um, there. So he scored 10 of his 18 points in that final, what, three to two minutes Mm -hmm. of the game. So that was a real big spark there. And as he said after the game that coach always preaches that we need whoever comes off the bench, we need that spark. And he gave them that spark, which is why I think he can be that X factor going forward further into the season, especially when you're playing, you know, some tougher non-conference teams. You know, this non-conference schedule is lower Mm -hmm. coming up, especially starting this Friday um, with Memphis. Yeah, and really quick, before we get into Memphis, I did want to touch on, can't can't leave the freshman out of the Mm -hmm. mix. And, And, None of them played major minutes tonight, but Trent Pierce led the way with seven, and he was playing some early first half minutes as well. Um, You saw Anthony Robinson get in the game a decent amount as well, and then Jordan Butler came in at the end. Um, Nothing too... Nothing flashed too much to you. I think, at least from my perspective, I think Trent Pierce probably looked the most comfortable out there overall, Um, although you could still tell him getting adjusted to the pace of the Mm -hmm. game. I think Anthony Robinson has great potential. I think he held his own out there. I just think he was still... 
Um, he, you can tell he is visibly s- many steps behind Nick yeah. Honor and Shawnee, just in terms of perimeter defense and, you know, his comfortability with, with running the offense. Um, so works in progress. Jordan Butler as well came in late in the game, but he showed off his perimeter shot that people have been talking about. He got an easy wide open mm-hmm. dunk for his first bucket, he which put, had to feel good. He was the one that put um, them over a hundred. Yeah. He was the one that got him to one Oh one. So <laughs> he, he will definitely take credit for wild. that. So, I mean, I think at least for me, I mean, for the three of them, with Vanover and Tanjay not playing tonight, I don't know how much you're going to see the three of them this season once those two come back into the mix. They would have to do make a big statement in a game or in some practices to really earn those minutes. But that being said, I think they're all very promising prospects in their own right. I think Pearson Butler both, uh, just with how, A, they can play in the perimeter. I was surprised to see. I knew Jordan Butler had that skill set. Trent Pierce, I didn't know as kind of much about his perimeter game until tonight, but he was he was playing not primarily on the perimeter but he was out there a decent amount and seemed comfortable um i think they're going to be great players down the line for this team and we'll see how much they can fit into the roster this year anthony robinson i think is going to benefit so much from running behind nick honor mm-hmm. shawnee's two oh, of the most just yeah. experienced guards in the country that have seen everything they're going to be able to teach him so much this year and he's going to step in next year as a sophomore and be ready to take over so really really impressed with them but as you said, looking looking at the Memphis this Friday, it's it's one of the bigger games in the non-conference slate mm-hmm. for Mizzou. Uh, very early season. Memphis just beat Jackson State tonight, I believe, 94-77. Um, so it could be a game first to 100 points wins because based on these two teams' results, they might be going up and down the floor. Tigers are a very talented squad. Got a couple of great transfers in Caleb Mills, uh, Javon Quinterly. Um so it's gonna it's gonna be a tough one. Penny Hardaway obviously won't be in the sidelines for Memphis, still serving his suspension. Um, but Memphis is gonna come in here ready for a fight. Um, a to avenge their football team who lost earlier uh, in the season. But yep. uh, it, it's 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 a battle of to, a two teams that were right, kind of not necessarily on the NCAA tournament bubble last year, but they were in that realm of eight, nine, ten mm-hmm. seed. It, it's it, they both have similar outlooks this season in that way, um, and it's gonna be one of those games where the victor come Selection Sunday is going to be able to stake that one of the reasons they made it in is this win, and the loser might unfortunately be out because of a loss like this. So very big game coming up on Friday. Just your initial thoughts on how Mizzou can can handle Memphis with what you saw tonight. Ooh, well, it might be a high-scoring game like Mm -hmm. when the last time these two teams played in the NCAA tournament. Because Mizzou and Memphis, they've had some good games, but um, Memphis scored, what, 94, like you said. Mizzou scored 101. So you could see a lot of offensive fireworks um i don't expect like you said the freshmen they didn't look for my eye um not really that much of a basketball savant eye but they they didn't they look the freshmen look comfortable but i don't expect really dennis gates putting them in a situation you're playing a good memphis team and not a, a swag team no offense to arkansas pine bluff but um i expect it to be a good game it's going to be interesting to see them being able to play memphis at home without memphis's head coach so mm-hmm. tigers have an advantage there but it's just one of those games where you just kind of buckle up. Ooh, the, <laughs> the, the great ones. Yeah, there's two of them. And the football team's had enough Tiger <laughs> matchups this year to yeah. where I feel like I, I usually just start saying the Tigers from the mm. East or the Blue Tigers at this point. Yeah. So, But, but it's nothing that you should really feel not confident about mm-hmm. going into this game. So it's going to be a fun one at 8 p.m. here on SEC Network. Well, it's going to be on SEC Network. But it's going to be fun when you're in Columbia um, this upcoming Friday. Yeah, and it should be an all-mind. I believe there's a handful of tickets still floating around, so so scoop them up while you can. It's going to be more than likely a sold-out environment. Black seats look great. The pregame environment oh, yeah. was the, the video board. The, the light show was great. Um, I thought the hype video was superior mm-hmm. to last year. I think the show itself tonight was great. The the basketball, the, the, the throwing the basketball 
the giant basketballs around the arena, throwing yeah. them around as a race. I don't know if that's going to come out again because the ball's almost gotten the court a couple times. Yeah. We'll see if that makes see a return. Make but way to us up the media section. That too, they that might, which I don't know what we're going to do at that point. But regardless, uh, Mizzou is 1-0 starting out year two of the Dennis mm-hmm. Gates era. Mizzou fans, you have another team that is going to be high-flying, shooting a lot of threes, passing the ball around a lot, and man, are they going to play a lot of players. It's going to be, you're going to be seeing 12, 13 guys some nights, and it's going to be very impressive. It's going to pay so many dividends, not just early in the season, but late in terms of fatigue, et cetera. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. We'll see. We'll see how they adjust to, can they improve on rebounding this season? How do these foul issues persist? We're going to learn a lot more on Friday night, though, when they take on Memphis. So for Parker and Jada from Rock and Reacts, that is all for us tonight, and we will see you again on Friday. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Rock M Radio, a proud partner of Fans First Sports Network. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to see more just like it beamed directly into your personal device, just click the subscribe button below. Uh, and you can find this podcast through the Apple Podcast app or for iPhone or the Google Podcast app for Android or whatever app you use to listen to your podcast. Uh, we are also available on Spotify. Just search for Rock M Radio. Uh, and if you like other sports, Fans First Sports Network uh, is a podcast network that has a uh, coverage of all other teams major league baseball uh mls uh nfl whatever you want uh to listen and and read about it is a great great network full of really fantastic podcasts so look them up and subscribe uh to any and all of those podcasts uh rock m radio will be back with more episodes coming soon thanks